MIP fam, what is going on? Welcome to another edition of Marketing Your Podcast. My name is Hector Santi Esteban. I am here to help guide you on this podcasting journey. I have been producing and promoting podcasts for about a half decade now. I produce over 500 episodes now. We've done over 3 million downloads combined. And this show is to teach you everything I've learned and to give you all the tools, the training and tips that you need to go out and create a successful podcast. And today we're going to talk about the first step to creating a successful podcast. And that is defining who your listeners are. And we're going to go through kind of a series of steps that you can take to create a successful show. And this will be relevant for people who already have a show. And this is also going to be relevant for people who don't have a show quite yet. No matter where you're at in your journey, stick around. This is something that's going to help you improve your podcast. And we're going to talk about kind of three steps or three elements of doing this. And the first part is knowing your listeners' demographics. And we're going to talk about everything that that means. The second part is knowing your listeners' psychographics. And this goes a little bit deeper into who they are. And then the third thing is we're going to talk about a kind of a bonus tip here that's come up recently for me. And that's what if you have multiple ideal listeners? What if you have multiple listener personas? And so the first part is their demographics. And these are some of the basics that your listener might fill out on a form. These are the stuff that they might type into a box when someone is asking them about something, things like their age and their location, maybe their profession, where they work, the industry that they work in, right? Those types of things, the basics, because what this can do is this can help you to know what type of stuff they might identify with, right? Typically people who are in their forties or their fifties are going to relate to something a little different than someone who's in their twenties or their thirties or even their teens. And so knowing some of these basics helps you to narrow down some of the other things, including imagery and title and verbiage and all the other things that we're going to talk about later on in the series. Those things are going to be informed by some of these basics. So you can take a couple of routes with this. The first is you can either look to see what your listeners are already if you already have a show, you may use a tool like Podchaser. You may use some different analytics tools or just even some of your basic hosting provider to find out some of these demographics, right? Or what you might do is you might actually just choose them. If you're early on in your podcasting journey and you don't have a ton of data to look at, or if you're brand new, what you can do is you can really just decide. And what I've found is that that can be oftentimes the best decision that you can make. Just that intentionality to say that this is the type of listener that we're going to attract. What that does is not only does that attract that type of listener, but it also begins to attract people who are like that. And so just making that decision and really narrowing in on a certain type of person can be really helpful. And so we're talking about this whole thing. Knowing their demographics, right? That's really helpful. We talk about their basics, age, location, their industry, maybe their profession, things like that. Now, that's not going to necessarily give you everything that you want to know when it comes to creating your ideal listener persona. The next thing that you want to go into is what we call their psychographics. So this is really how do they think? What are their interests? What are their aspirations? What are their fears? What are their aversions? What are their preferences? And when you go a little bit deeper, now what you can do is you can start to really tailor the music and the graphics and the visuals and the description and the title. And you can really start to craft a show that is going to speak directly directly to these people because you already know where they're at. You already know what they're going through. And that makes it easier to create topics and episodes and have guests on that you know are going to relate and resonate with these types of people. And so knowing and determining this in advance helps you to create a show that people feel is for them. I just saw a tweet from somebody and they were 
raving about a podcast that they love. And what I had deduced from what he was saying about the podcast that he was talking about is that that podcast really spoke to him. It resonated with him. It resonated with where he was at in his journey. And that podcaster either did that intentionally and said, these are the people that we want to speak to. These are the people that we want to help. Or what also happens is they can just think back to, well, where was I a year ago? Where was I three years ago? Where was I five years ago? And they can speak to previous versions of themselves. That's another thing that you can think about. If this is becoming kind of challenging, what you can think about is just a previous self, a previous version of yourself and go back to a previous part of your journey. And that might've been just six months ago. That might've been just a year ago. You don't have to go that far back because even people who are a year ahead of us in our journey can be helpful and can provide some guidance. Even if you're just what you consider early on in your journey, there are plenty of people who would consider you way further along than they are and would be excited to have your guidance and would be excited to have your help when it comes to these things. These are topics that your show is about. So think about where they're at. What are they going through? What are they trying to achieve? What do they want to get most out of their life or their business or their health? And once again, this can also be, maybe you're just trying to provide them with an experience. Maybe you're trying to take them out of their world. Maybe you're trying to provide some sort of relief or you're kind of trying to provide some sort of peace or a distraction. Whatever it is, it doesn't have to necessarily just be to learn something or to gain something or to do something. It doesn't have to be some outcome. It can also be some sort of experience or emotion or feeling. So that's really, really powerful too. So hopefully this has given you a menu or some options for how to determine who your ideal listeners are. And so think about where they're at in their life. What are they going through? What qualities do they have, right? Even externally and internally. And then the next tip or the last tip and the last thing that I want to talk about is what if you can't narrow it down? I always hear hosts say they want to reach as broad of an audience as possible. And anytime I hear someone say that they want to reach as broad of an audience possible, my stomach starts to churn a little bit because I know that it's going to be really hard for them to be successful because it's very hard to have a broad targeted anything. The example I always go to is that if you have an 18-year-old and a 30-year-old, there are very few things that those two people actually like. No matter what other characteristics you give them, it's very hard to create something that appeals to anything that broad. And so what you can do here in these instances is not be as general as possible, but you might pick multiple personas. You might have people who are at different stages or they have different characteristics. One of our head guides in Podcast AMA is Matt Gilhooley. And one thing that he's done with his show similarly is that he's got different personas for his show because he knows that his show is going to speak to people who are at various stages in their life. And so you don't have to just pigeon your hole with one type of person. Maybe you're trying to appeal to people in different types of industries, or maybe you're appealing to different people who are different locations. And so you can have different multiple personas that are still defined, that still have some structure to them because it makes it easier to make the rest of the decisions. Because when you're thinking about what do I name the show? What episodes do I do? What topics do I talk about? What guests do I want to have come on? All of those things are much easier when you have these listener personas defined. All right, guys. So once again, I want to keep these bite-sized, quick and easy so that you guys can go out there and think about, hmm, okay, who is my listener, right? Can you jot down three to five things 
that you know about them? Can you jot down as much as you know about them? And can you define them? Can you put a name on them? Can you Google a picture of somebody that might fit into your ideal listener, right? If you can think about that and you can have a clear, as clear of a picture as possible, that's going to make everything else in your show that much easier. So thanks for sticking with me today. I hope that you got some value out today. If you did, come let me know what you gained out of it. Find me on LinkedIn, Hector Santhia Stevon, or you can find me on Twitter at Hector underscore podcast. And let me know who your ideal listener is, and maybe we can help you find more of them. It's been a pleasure being with you today, and we'll see you guys in the next one.